Dude, I didn't even put video games in my ear. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's like at the bottom of my list. Like, maybe I should list some in case we get there. Yeah, I guess should. Let me look up my... You've been playing a lot. Spider-Man, Callisto, Lies of P, Final Fantasy X, Quake 2, Inscription, Final Fantasy XVI, Demon Souls, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Jedi Survivor... Resident Evil 4, Ollie Ollie World, even though I did not like that. Control. See, not that many. (laughs) (laughs) Not that many. I beat most of those games, to be fair. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Midnight Connection, the podcast where two dads talk about anything they want at the only time they can, episode 14. Chris, how you doing? Doing great. Is your your life full of holiday music? Is it in full swing now? It is, because it's after Thanksgiving. Have you put up all decorations? Yes, we just finished that uh yesterday i think nice two days ago yeah 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 we did it on sunday we had to acquire the garlands and the reeds and then find a new home for them it's cool my my, um my dad busted out an old storage bin Mm -hmm. which was which had a bunch of my mom's old christmas decorations in it so we took some my brother took some and now that we have like these really cool you know traditional filipino decorations up as well Hell yeah, that's awesome. Not crazy, but just enough to know that mom's still there. Absolutely. That's super cool. Steph and I had to figure out where we were going to put our Christmas tree this year since our living room has just become uh, yes. play space. That's right. <laughs> the giant play area. <laughs> exactly. So now our Christmas tree lives in the dining room. Oh, okay. And it actually works out pretty well because our dining room is yellow and our tree is usually all white lights. Give it a little bit of classiness to it. Not that there's any problem with the multicolored lights. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Thea will like those when she's older. Are you a multicolored lights or white nope. lights? It's it's white. We just we did get some flashing ones, although it's a little too aggressive with the flashing, I think. Yeah. That's I am not <laughs> but, a fan. Uh, you know, a little bit of life in there. It's 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 okay. Well the old school ones I remember had like a little remote where did you could control the speed. I was just gonna say so in that bin that my dad dug up was this little old music box that you plug the lights into, and it has a little dial on it, so you can control the like the volume of the box. And then I think it had one for speed. That's awesome. But I'm a little scared. The thing has got to be like forty <laughs> years old. <laughs> so I'm like, ah. you don't want to start a fire, is what you're yeah. saying? <laughs> like, should I trust that thing? No, nah, I don't know. That's pretty. But funny. it's but we have it. It's cool to have it. Well, I'm glad everything is getting into the holiday swing. So as always, guys, we start out the episode with our connection question. So today I wanted to pose to Chris, kind of going off of our conversation of last episode, we talked about our favorite holiday songs. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to know, what is the holiday song you hate the most? Oh, boy. 
Because, yes, holiday songs may be fun, good times, but there has to be some that you just hate. And while you think about this, because I've literally just, you know, sprung this up on Chris, he had no idea, I'll share mine. Because when the holidays come to mind, and I start thinking about holiday music, since I can remember hearing it on the radio, there is one song that I have just loathed. And maybe I'll get some hate for it. Maybe I'll get some flack for it. But you know what? I don't care because you guys are wrong. (laughs) Hit me. If I was to describe this song to somebody, it would be least amount of effort put into making a song. But I'm a hater. (laughs) I hate this song. Now look, I get it. Is it the He was a Beatle. Everyone's like, oh, the Beatles were one of the greatest groups of all time. That might be true. Is your favorite Beatle Paul McCartney? Because if it is, I'm sorry, you're wrong. I hate Paul McCartney. (laughs) But uh, Paul McCartney aside, this Uh specific song, when I hear that keyboard sound, (laughs) as soon as it starts... The first, I just, it sounds to me like he turned on the synthesizer and it was just the sound it was on. And he was like, you know what, guys, we got to write the song. We got like 30 minutes. Let's let's just hit it. You hear that part? It's not even in time. The the repetitions are jarring. And he made it into a hit record. (laughs) For a second, I thought, am I hearing your track too? Nope. (laughs) What you're hearing, Chris, is garbage. I obviously feel very strongly about the song. I apologize to our listeners that like Paul McCartney. But no, this is not it. Wonderful Christmas time. It's not my most favorite song. It, It doesn't... You know what happens? I hear it, and then I just start ignoring it. Because this stuff, I don't remember. Yeah, like this crazy guitar shit? Uh, Yeah. I don't remember hearing this at all. I hate it. It's a mess, okay? (laughs) And I would rather listen to Mariah Carey multiple times in a row than hear that. There were a lot of close contenders <laughs> but I, i'm gonna hold that oh no i until I'm you show yours I'm you just love all holiday music how dare you i'm, sh- I'm sure there's I, some that i don't like but how hate, dare you make me look like a fucking a, grinch <laughs> hate might be a strong no i'm sure there's some but i i have i cut them out of the mind you know what i mean of course but i mean I like i don't want them taking up space like, one of the few times that I'll actually listen to the radio in the car is during the holiday season. Especially, like, that last week. Because there think, is a beauty to, like, hearing songs that you don't usually hear. I think maybe you should just keep rolling. And I'll, <laughs> I may have to just jump Man. on the bandwagon here. Because I don't... I'm not, cu- I'm not getting anything immediately. You're not getting anything? All right. Hold no. on. Let me find this song. I can tell you one that kind of annoys me. Oh, I mean, that's the same. <laughs> I don't know that I hate it, but I think I'll definitely catch some flack for this one. Uh, hold on. Yeah, just throw it out there. There's no Fuck judgment it. here. Fuck it. You're talking to the Grinch. Bring it up. 
All right, I'm mm. calling out the boss here. Mm. How do you mm. feel about this song? I want to know how you feel about it first. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like he's trying way too fucking hard to sing this song, and that's when it starts to annoy me. <laughs> what do you mean, like he can't hit the notes? <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, sure. He's a tryhard in this song. Do you like Bruce Springsteen outside of this? I I don't choose his song. I don't mind him at all. He's not on any of my lists, though. My my own personal playlist. Hmm. Yeah, this is definitely a. Uh, on the radio all the time song. Yeah. So is it just the singing that bothers you? I think so. I mean, uh, he sounds pretty bad here. It just, <laughs> it just, it sounds like the tail end of a wild karaoke night. You know what I mean? <laughs> where you, where you, you feel like you're hitting it. Yeah, yeah, but, but Uncle Bruce just... has had one too many. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, you're definitely not hitting it. He <laughs> sounds like he's saying like twist and shout 17 times and now he's like alright yeah. it's like what are you even singing he does have this are like you, drunken groove singing? to it yeah right it's like are you even singing half the time I don't know and I don't know what that is <laughs> so I I guess my thing is like is this it sounds like a live recording. It kind of does. So is Not it an actual live recording, or is he producing it to make it sound like that, you know? That's a good question. Because I think that matters. That's a good question. Oh, it, look, you, it, it, it looks it, like it's it, an it actual is. live performance. I think it is a live recording, yeah. So this must have been, this must have been the live equivalent of what you just said. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was. It was the end, the, end of the, his the end of the concert. <laughs> He's like, guys, I already sang "Born in the USA" seventeen times. <laughs> yeah, I did your damn encore. It happened to be. Getting... It happened to be December. Here you go. Here's a gift. <laughs> you want me to sing right. what now? Santa Claus is. Good. I think we can sing that. Can we do that, guys? You better be Oh my god. So where's the like official, you know, studio version? Is there one? This is it, bro. This is it. They were like they were like, guys, the magic was here tonight. Let's <laughs> let's put that let's put that on wax. <laughs> 1975. My god. I will tell you. I am not a Bruce Springsteen fan. In, in general. At all. At <laughs> all. At all. <laughs> Never been. And it, one of the bands that I play in, like the original band that I play in, mm-hmm. people say we have like a Springsteen-y, Springsteen-y vibe. Oh, no. And I'm like, what does that say about me? Is that just great on you? Uh, it does. <laughs> I mean, everyone takes it as a compliment. <laughs> and like, I guess that's <laughs> fine. But I'm like, say something else, please. Please uh, say something choose, else. Uh, choose anyone else. <laughs> yes. No, I think I think that's a good pick. I support that pick. Okay, all right. I support that pick. I don't think I need to contribute any picks, but I will say the two other songs. It's the Christmas Shoes song. 
Christmas shoes by whom? I, I forget who it's by, but I just know I hear it all the time on the radio. I think I know what you're talking about. So it's like this song oh, where yeah, yeah. it's about this kid who can't afford shoes for his mom. And he's yep. like, I just need some shoes. And like, I get it. This gets everybody, though. This is the like, jerker. Not for me. <laughs> I, I have no Eddie? soul. I have no soul. I just but don't like... This is like... Like, if Hallmark Creations had a record label, this would be it. You know? This is this is like, like this the Lifetime made-for-TV movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. This video is probably the highest production video I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Anyway. The balls on this little kid to bring shoes to the cashier without any money. <laughs> That's right. How dare you, son? Look at this guy. This cashier is like, bro. <laughs> bro, they don't pay me enough. Oh my gosh. For all of you listening, that this, you know, brings them some sort of emotional energy inside of you. I respect that. I respect it. I just don't need to hear this while I'm Christmas shopping. I refuse. <laughs> These comments, every comment is stories about people's moms and everyone's crying about it. Hey, like I said, <laughs> I understand. I'm sorry. I cannot. You're right, though. Dear God. Just look. <laughs> Are you reading the, the comment section of this YouTube video? Everyone is like, oh my God. Oh, jeez. I just want to find one that's like, what the fuck is this? It makes yeah. me feel better. It got, it got buried in the, the thumbs down. The dislikes. I want, one, uh, I want one that says, like, every time I hear this song, I cry, but not for the reason you think. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. <laughs> for sure. All right. Oh, that's, that's going to take a lot of scrolling to get there. <laughs> no, it's not even happening. So... As the end of the year approaches, Chris and I thought that it might be interesting to have a year-in-review conversation. Of course, being the professionals that we are, we've outlined everything in a very detailed, documented sense so that this will be a flawless conversation without any lengthy gaps and full of prepared notes. Right, Chris? I'm surprised you got through that without... <laughs> 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 Go you held together pretty well. It's good. I tried. I tried my I'm best. Impressed. I'm impressed. I tried my best. <laughs> no, this is going to be, uh, we're playing it loose like we always do because we're dads, damn it. And it's right. December. It's the end of the year. Everything's coming to a energetic culmination. And as my favorite meme says, ain't nobody got time for that. So how do you want to break this down, Chris? We could We could approach this multitude of different ways i feel like we have similar some similar pathing going on this year yeah yeah let me ask you this and i only bring this up because recently i found this out and i didn't know this but what do you know about the lunar calendar like Not lunar much. new year 
So Lunar New Year is like varied in time. It's usually around February. Yeah. It's all fables and stereotypes and all that stuff, but I love it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I love about the Lunar New Year is that they have, you know, the 12 animals based off of like the story of that. What I didn't know was that depending on the year you're born, you're an element. Mm -hmm. Oh, an element? Okay. Along with the animal. And so I did not know that either. My entire life, I thought I was a dragon because that, you know, every time, (laughs) every time I go eat Chinese food, I look (laughs) on the mat, it says 1988, dragon. Dragon. Right? My mom was a dragon. My sister's a dragon. We're like, whoa, family of dragons. (laughs) Met my wife, Vietnamese family. They celebrate Lunar New Year. So I'm over there all the time having conversations. One year I find out, you are not a dragon, Eddie. You are a rabbit. Because no the way, way the way Lunar New Year fell that particular year, because it's not a set date, yeah. I got I was actually born before it changed. So I'm a wow. fire rabbit. Wow. Changed my whole perspective on life. <laughs> <laughs> that damn that damn placement was never right until now. Exactly. Now it was. <laughs> and so this past year was the year of the rabbit. And I okay. and I only know this because Stephanie reminded me of this recently. And I was like, you're the rabbit. Doesn't that mean like this is my year, right? It's your year. Yeah. Like this is this is it. Good you fortune. Know? Right. Right. No. Apparently when it's your year, it's like one oh. of the hardest years. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> of like personal growth and like all this stuff. And so like right before we started, I was like looking up. What did it say about like what my year was going to be? Just for shits and giggles. Uh-huh. It literally said like, it says for people born in the rabbit, the year of the rabbit, they'll be facing their own Zodiac year. The followers believe that there will be more disruptions and instabilities in the year. People born in the year of rabbit have to expect big changes health-wise, career-wise, and relationship-wise could be a little nerve-wracking, especially for those birth charts who don't favor water. And your boy is fire. It's fire. The opposite of water. <laughs> Literal opposite. <laughs> I should travel to destinations and try to do happy events when possible. <laughs> happy <laughs> events. I like to go somewhere and do sad ones. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just me like reading <laughs> in a, outside a cafe while it's raining. Yeah. Perfect. Oh man. But yeah, I thought that was funny. So when uh what I am a de- month. You're December, right? Yeah, December. What so year? I shouldn't be impacted by the You should not be impacted by the the thing. But what the year? Lunar are calendar you? 80. So I'm a monkey. So you and your sister are 12 years apart? Yes. Wow. A little bit well, like dang. 12 12 and a half. I do not know my element. So if you want to enlighten me. Yes, I can nice. enlighten you actually. So, monkey year 1980, you are a metal monkey. Oh, metal monkey. Yeah, bro. It's not Heck just yeah. for Mario. So, let me let me break it down what that means. According. It's, to, it's very bad. Huh? <laughs> no, very dude. Bad. <laughs> from what I know, and I have overheard in Vietnamese conversation, metal is actually one of the most sought out, like, favorable elemental types. Damn right. Because the options are metal, water, wood, fire, earth. So metal monkeys are clever and tough 
cunning and decisive and eloquent and stubborn. I like where this is. Oh, <laughs> I did like like 90% of that. Okay. okay. This group is naturally <laughs> confident, so they make perfect entrepreneurs who won't have to look that far for investors who believe in their vision. They'll marry later if they do at all because their priority will be to build a career and professional reputation first. They won't lack friends, which will provide emotional support they need early on. How does that sit? Uh, fairly good. Fairly good. I didn't exactly build out a career, though, but I did marry later. I mean, you so, are entrepreneurial. <laughs> That's true. I mean, wouldn't you say during your your life path, you've tried multiple things, started multiple? I have. I have, yeah. Not Let's bad. see what it is. So what it said for you for this past year, good news for the monkeys. Hey. They will be in harmonious song, like- union this year. They will be showered with admiration from those around them at work. But that doesn't mean they should live recklessly. Instead, they should play safe this year, especially those who love extreme sports. In terms of relationships, they're prone to arguments and drama, which could be avoided by improving communication this year. Yellow and beige are the color palette for you in this past year. Beige. That's right. The best colors in the palette. (laughs) (laughs) What? They could look towards the West for travel inspiration. The West. The West. Okay. Oh, that's not a bad sight. I know. So this has obviously taken a very sharp turn from where we started. (laughs) The reason (laughs) that I bring all this up is just to put into frame context what this past year has been. (laughs) That's funny. But I will, I will say, I will say on a uh, on a very macro scale, we can go into the minutia of it. But on a very macro scale, if I were to describe this year, I would describe it as busy, tiring, fruitful, difficult, long hours. Yeah, I've got a similar word cloud going on. I think I didn't realize how much had happened. I fi- it, uh, so much of what happened earlier this year felt like it happened a year or two ago. Mm. <laughs> but it's all in, inside the same year, which is crazy when I think about it. But yeah, it's definitely been definitely been challenging. Absolutely tired. Super long hours. But they're really good and worth it all in all in the end. Lots of great stuff. So going off of the word cloud imagery, if you were to put the topics, events, important moments, things in your life that happened this year into a word cloud, what would be some of those large font words that stand Uh, out? Definitely new baby. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever that word would be. Child, son, (laughs) (laughs) second son. Second Um, son, third child. New job, for sure. New job. Which feel I can't believe it. It blows my mind when the people ask me, you know, they're like, "Oh, what?" So, sometimes they're like, "Haven't you been here for like eight, eight months a year?" I'm like, dude, this I just passed five months. Are you <laughs> like, serious? Yeah. Wow. I just passed five months. Uh, Man, time really does move weirdly. 
Because I, even yeah. I, as like separate from <laughs> you and your job, and like we don't really talk about it that much, even I feel like you've been working there already for a while. Dude, I, I feel like the amount of work that I've, I mean, I've been doing a lot and there's still a lot other, a lot of other stuff to do, but I feel like I was just thrust in there so fast that, yeah. but it's, but good. But like the, you know, like it said for the metal monkey, it's good things so far, as long as I don't fuck it up in this home stretch. <laughs> so let's, let's um use our jobs as a touch point. I will say for me and my job, responsibility increased a lot. You know, I, um, this is, I've been there a year and a half now. So I definitely don't consider myself a newbie anymore. I traveled a lot this year, it feels like. I went to Rhode Island, New Mexico, Cedar Rapids mm-hmm. for work, which I've never been used to. I think we might have touched on this uh, in a different episode for a little bit, but it is taxing mm-hmm. to go on work trips. Yeah. Like it's not enough time to relax. <laughs> not not that that's the point <laughs> of a work trip, you know what I mean, but I just feel like I almost work more when I'm on the road than I do if I was at home. I mean, you're you're doing logistics and stuff. That stuff never is never done till it's done. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me. Yeah. But yeah, when you you go on a work trip, it's like, well, I really don't want to hang out with y'all after, but there's always that pressure, you know, you really should. And usually it pays off, usually. It usually does. Yeah. See, for me, I had to balance saying goodnight to Thea. Because like by the time we would like stop, like when I went to Rhode Island, Thea was only like six months, five months. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was still like every night trying to be there, like, yo, guys, I got a dip. I got this. Yeah. I got a FaceTime with this child. <laughs> uh-huh. But like on my last work trip, because she was sleep training, like it didn't even, it couldn't happen the right. way we wanted it to happen. And like that sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> that sucks. Well, because you want to be a part of it, even though you're gone. I don't know if you're like me, but like I feel guilt. When I oh, when yeah? I'm not home, oh yeah, I totally feel guilt when I'm not home because I know what it takes to like mm-hmm. take care oh, of yeah. Thea by yourself, and I know how much like work goes into it for Stephanie, and I'm like, man, I should be there, right? Yeah, like yeah. my that my fatherly sure. partner duty, like <laughs> I want to be there. It's not so much for Thea. I mean, don't get me wrong, daughter, if you're listening to this in some sort of future time capsule. I love you too. <laughs> but Thea's not going to remember from there. No, she <laughs> won't. <laughs> You're like, Dad, why weren't you there when I was six months old? Yeah. It's like, what? I was crying for you. <laughs> I cried for you. Yeah. But exactly. She's not going to remember. I feel guilt in being there for yeah. my partner. You know what I mean? Because I know how difficult that shit is. 100%. And it's not like Stephanie goes on work trips. Mm. I wish Stephanie would go on work trips. Go on a work (laughs) trip, Stephanie. Go go take a trip. Yes. It'll even out the guilt. Make something up. Go do do a training, you know, quote unquote training somewhere. Exactly. Workshop. (laughs) Exactly. You traveled for work now, right? I traveled once when I'd only been there 
don't know, was it maybe two months in, three months maybe? I know. I mean, I told them my preference is not to travel for obvious reasons. Yeah. But I know they do want to get me out there more in, in front of like our other partners and stuff and just, just more FaceTime and things like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I mean, that's, that's fine. It, it, but, you know, because some of them travel a lot. You know, they, they're in meetings a lot. They go and see each other and work through things together. And I'm like, nope don't need to do that you know? <laughs> not me you like you knew that remote working was one of the biggest reasons for me leaving the, uh, my other job so don't yeah. force me to you know it's like don't make me do that <laughs> don't, don't make me choose yeah but um no but once like you know once in a time once in a while you know, or like the bigger conferences or if there's something i should be at and presenting at then that's totally fine um, and francis is okay with that it is hard she usually we can kind of call in some reinforcements to help her, which is great. That is great. Um, and I'm sure that gives you peace of mind too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So has it been enough time at your new job for you to definitively say whether it was the right move? Oh yeah. Oh, I was without a doubt. <laughs> You're like the second day I was there. <laughs> so, yeah. This it was is definitely it. the right move. I mean, it's, it's hard. It, it's been challenging. That's for sure. Because the, the role is different from what I'm used to, um, yeah. And not only that, but the, the like the overall company is much much bigger. But our particular division is much smaller, and mm. it's like just operates differently, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm still getting accustomed to that, trying to figure out, you know, where my place is. I don't want to show up and just start wrecking stuff like i own the place you know because i don't obviously don't but i do need to find my own voice there too which i think is happening and the the other nice thing was we recently so we we lost someone due to a series of i mean i don't don't know the full story but some pretty unfortunate circumstances for this guy Um, so he i had a couple meetings with him early on but he's you know he's not with the company anymore so we're going to replace him so I won't be the new person, newest person. In the process of doing that, we've also like we're going to redistribute the pro- like the responsibilities basically, uh-huh. and 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 put everyone like where they're best suited. I'm like, yes, thank God, <laughs> because <laughs> there needs was, to be some were, restructuring going on here. Well, I mean, they were trying to you know put some other stuff on my plate that was new to me, which is is fine. You know, they have every right to do that. You know. It's an we we do work in an agile methodology, which I think you're maybe studying or learning about. Mm-hmm. And so, and one of the things that you want to do is put people where they're happiest, right? Where they want to do the work. So, it's definitely one of those situations where it's like I didn't really care for that what was going on in those projects. I talk about it with these people every once in a while. I learn about it every once in a while, so that wasn't really sticking. You yeah. Know? And so it, it would have taken a whole lot more effort for me to learn that and be proficient enough. And I still should, obviously, because, you know, I got to support my teammate. But it's definitely not like the stuff I want to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas you you stick me where I want to do the work and it's I'm off to the races. <laughs> so <laughs> and that's what's happening now. I got this. I walked in there, looked at a couple of different things, and I was like, this is this is bad. Like the, the situation that we have in this particular area, I was like, this is bad. And I don't know how it's taken this long for 
for it to be recognized as bad, but it's bad. <laughs> and so I'm already shaking things up like a lot by, by adjusting that stuff. Yeah. But that's a good opportunity for me. Hell so yeah. That's the metal monkey praise that could be coming. Nice. If, if I bring this home, you know what I mean? <laughs> so. That's awesome, man. For, for my job, they're also at a place where like, we aren't necessarily restructuring anything, but my team is growing exponentially. Uh, my organization is growing exponentially. When I started, I think I was like the 11th hire. And now like this coming year, well, this past year, I think we hired like three, four new people. And this coming year, we have plans to hire like another three or four. Cool. And because of that, we're like, looking at, okay, how are we organizing this work, right? Because if the organization was a small number of people, yeah, everyone was really independent and like they just knew all the shit they needed to do because they were doing it all themselves. Yeah. Now that there's a bigger team coming in, it's like, okay, where the fuck is this file? <laughs> yeah. Why is there no organization? I can't uh -huh. understand the way you did this. So we're kind of in that phase right now. Mm-hmm. Which can be challenging, but I think for me, I'm now like more so coming into my own. But this year for my job was really about me pushing myself to be better at new things. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not necessarily used to, I mean, this might come off as, this is not ego, I swear. <laughs> I'm not used to like having to meet someone else's standards. If that uh -huh. makes sense. Yeah. 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 Because like when I did Crescendo, it was just me. And you, yeah. you I'm the, the one who kind of, yeah, I'm the one who kind of dictate for everyone. Like, how's this going to operate? So now it's been really interesting this past year as I'm leading more projects and being responsible for more things that include other team members. The way I kind of like handle that workload, that communication with everyone. And it's something that I realize that I need work on. So I'm definitely trying to have like this mindset now of like, okay, I'm not, it doesn't end and start with me. I need to take other people's needs into consideration, <laughs> which sounds mm -hmm. stupid, but like, that's just not where my mind was at all. So it's definitely been like some growth shit. But now yeah. at the end of the year, like I literally had my end of year review today. Oh, okay. Nice. It is early, but my supervisor is going on vacation. So we handled it today. I mean, good review. You know, I, I hit all my goals and all of the marks like that, but I made it a point and my supervisor also acknowledged that this past, the second half of the year, like even she said it, she was like, we were in a meeting and I said something about like your responsibilities for like the certain event that we were doing. And like on the Zoom call, it's like you lit up. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> she was oh, like, really? yeah. And I could tell like after that moment, um, like the way you worked changed. And I huh. was like, oh, okay. <laughs> as long as it's not a bad thing. <laughs> like I'm, I'm really cool with my supervisor. Yeah. So even I told her, I was like, yeah, you know, that was the moment when I was like, shit. I am beholden to other people. <laughs> but like she got it. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I am thankful that my work is incredibly supportive in that. And so now 
as I look forward to the new year and a mm. new, you know, I love where I work. I definitely want to stay there as long as I can. Awesome. But this coming year, I'm going to be more proactive leadership-wise. Like, I've, mm. I've been the support guy for like a year yeah. and a half. Yeah. Now I got to be like the guy for certain yeah. shit. Yeah, I hear that. And that that's kind of where I see things going for me too cuz I you know I've gone into a role where I basically own a big product for the company. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm like well, one of the owners, there's a few of us. But that's a huge responsibility, you know, totally. and and right now it's more I'm getting in there and trying to learn it and understand it first as best as I can. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> and then I'll be like, all right. And then I'm going to fucking destroy it. Yeah. yeah and then I'm going to tear it apart. Cause I mean, like I'm already, I'll do this project and if it all goes well, it should be a pretty big boon for the product. Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm here. I made a mark. I spent some time learning things. Now I'm going to make it mine. You know? So it's like, mm-hmm. if I, if I own this, I'm going to change some stuff. Absolutely. And that was, even that was kind of scary at first. Cause I, I was just, I had to make sure I wasn't going to step on someone's toes or cross That's some weird line that I didn't know. Yep. <laughs> but I was like, so you guys do it this way because of this document, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we've had that for years. So I'm like, and who owns that? They're like, you guys do. I said, okay, so if I change that, you'll do it differently, right? And they're like, please God, change it. I said, okay, I plan to. <laughs> Everyone's like, look at the new guy, Chris. Yeah, I was like, I plan to change it big time. <laughs> but it's cool. That's awesome and, though. What I do like, dude, we had a we had a situation. So one of my uh, like my past experience is kind of bringing in or setting up like data pipelines, right? Mm-hmm. And and like ingesting, processing, all that stuff. So I've get I've been given a project, a pretty big one, actually a very big one, um, that involves that. And so, but I don't understand how that works in this company. You know, like mm-hmm. I knew it really well in the other company. Now it's like, well. Everything does things do, you know, it's all different. People are doing different things. All the roles are different. Yeah. And I had, we, we got to a point with this, with this project where we ran to like a technical limitation that according to what I was told, I didn't really buy it, but that's what I was told. And that's what a manager told me also. And I was like, okay, so we'll, we'll think of a way to work around this. And then it became this whole like emergency fire shit storm. Really? <laughs> one, one day. Yeah. Like I was getting contacted, contacted and called by all these different people. And I was like, this is what's happening. Like, this is the situation. Can it be different? Maybe, but I'm, you know, it's like, I'm driving based on what I was told. And I included, you know, I included all these other people, whatever. It got hairy real fast. We figured it out, which is fine. So I like, I got hooked up with another person. We worked through it, pulled everything out, saved the day. But the cool thing was like a week later. So in the middle of all that, somebody very high up was kind of in the mix of everything. And, and, you know, and this person knows their stuff. Like, and I, and, and I like that person totally. Yeah. Uh, but, she, but, but the person was in there like meddling <laughs> and, and like making, <laughs> make, making things like real tense. But my boss and my boss's boss, they were all behind me, right? They're like, Hey, we just want you to know we didn't like how that went down. And other people have also expressed that to them, to us, that they didn't like how it went down. They're, they're glad that everything's fine, that you were able to, you know, get the team together and pull pull through. But we just want you to know, though, and everyone else on the team, 
if it happens like that, we got your back. You let us know and we'll hand, you know, like we'll step in where we have. That's to. awesome. And I was like, it's a really good group. So yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, hear that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, thank God. But it's definitely a good, a good move. So let's pivot to, let's call it, um, I don't know, events, hobbies, passions. Okay. Which kind of blends into work. <laughs> no. No? <laughs> Not your job job. Because you know what your I was going to bring up. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not your nine to five. No, yeah, totally. Let's talk stuff. about your entrepreneurial world. From the metal uh, monkey himself. So, okay, well, well, I'll throw out a couple quick things first. So speaking to all that stuff, I do have, it, it's been an interesting year. So I have this one passive stream of income, which is from uh, coaching, right? Which mm-hmm. which I built up a long time ago and then like dropped, you know, basically stopped doing that when when Francis, Francis and I started um, being like serious about getting married and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's been 10 plus years, almost 12 maybe, uh, but it's still there. It hangs around, you know, small, not, not big by any means, but there's, it make there's an impact, right? It helps. Yeah. It's always kind of ebbed and flowed and flowed, which is, it's still doing, but it has been sort of coming down a little gradually over time. Uh, so there's that, but I do absolutely nothing with that. It just kind of does its thing. The other thing that I do is I do freelance work and most of the time it's data related stuff. So it could be Excel, could be Google sheets. I used to do access database stuff, but I don't anymore. I was actually looking for opportunities to do stuff like vocal, not, not singing, but like like narration or whatever like voiceover just, yeah just to see what's out there hell yeah dude i love um, that shit haven't found anything there though but i had at any given time i could ha- i usually have a couple or several projects going at the same time but that actually around the middle of the year took it uh it was like really good for a while and then all of a sudden everything kind of slowed down <laughs> i was like mm. shit and so it, that pulled back and has been like reduced for a while, which, which sucks. Um, but I know it's going to come back again eventually, you know? So it's like a lean period right now. Have you been doing it long enough to like know that it's kind of cyclical that way? Yeah. Yeah. And, but it's tough because it, it is very like project based, right? Like I, I prefer to have dependable long-term contracts with people yeah that's just my style like i I like that better and so wait you're telling me you like stability hey not everybody does you know who who does not like stability i I don't know it's funny i kind of feel like entrepreneurs don't (laughs) like they'd rather shake things up all the time (laughs) they want to be disruptors but what yeah but when it comes to this like i want it to be I want to be, know what to expect, you know. Absolutely. But I also understand, you know, if if the client's needs aren't there, then you know, not gonna pay me. What for can it. you do? I've met some cool people along the way, and I've got, 
you know, projects that are open, some of that are hanging around, some that are active, but it's definitely been leaner than usual. Mm. So we've been kind of dealing with that, but I still actively look for other stuff to fill the gaps. I mean, we're a one income family in Northern sure. Virginia with three kids. You know, <laughs> like this is not easy. It ain't easy. <laughs> but the big one, which we've mentioned, obviously, um, and was the whole reason for this podcast is uh, getting Samurai Beat off the ground. And that was this year, right? March? Did we yeah, start in March? Around March. Yeah. So that was spent, that was a, some time coming. You know, we had for a while, actually, we were kind of tooling around with what it was going to be and finally launched it. It's an official company. It's not like, uh, you know, it's actually a registered <laughs> LLC, <laughs> not, not just a fly by night thing. It's, it's legit, guys. It's for real. It, um, there, there's a filing and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You can search for us. You know, it's a real thing. You can um, also subscribe at <laughs> patreon.com slash Samurai Beat. Because companies don't pay for themselves. That's right. Uh, no, you but think that was entertainment great. is free. It is. We, we, we would love your support. You really don't. But we would love your support. We would love it. But yeah, that's been, it's been awesome. It's been a challenge. Yeah. It is work. It is work. But it's, but it's been awesome. Fruitful yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's nice to hear the feedback. And, you know, I go looking for it as much as I can, and it's always the good and the bad. But yeah, it, it's like, it's really, it's really touching, honestly. You know? That's awesome. I'm yeah. glad you get feedback on it because I don't hear shit. Really? I thought you did. <laughs> I do. I do from my cousin, from Stephanie. Yeah. Um, I did have a friend of mine the other day text me. I was like, oh, I started listening to your podcast. Like, I feel like I get your, your stories now. And I was like, okay. Oh, really? <laughs> but that was All it? Right. Yeah. I was like, I can, I can well, live with that. Thanks for listening, man. Appreciate That's it. That's right. Please continue. Yeah. Please, please don't stop. <laughs> but it's cool. Well, you know? No, it's awesome. Just make sure to ask them. The people you get feedback from, you know, obviously, how do they feel about me? What I could do to be better? Uh, what's their favorite song choice of mine that I've ever given? <laughs> I have notes for you, sir. Oh, God. <laughs> Talk less. For my on my end, other work, passion, hobby shit, a lot. And I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like it. I mean, I do feel like it is a lot sometimes, but I'm not like mentally aware of how much it is until like I write it all down sure. as I was like trying to organize my shit. Part of my like passive income is I play with this band and I actually get paid to like play with them. Uh, it started out as a cover band and it's moved into like original music, but I kind of act as like a kind of coaching, guiding them in the songwriting realm because they're That's a little cool. bit less experienced in that realm. But like mm -hmm. the drummer and I, we have a lot of experience. So we kind of talk about like, okay, you know, here's a song that you wrote. That's great. How can we improve upon it? Like do all that kind of stuff. Then if we do have performances, maybe we perform like four times a year. So it's not mm -hmm. a super heavy lift. But when we do, obviously we're playing original music. So we kind of become like, okay, this isn't performance ready or this needs to be tightened up and stuff like that, yeah. which has been really cool. And I also feel like it pushes me as a musician 
to step out of my own comfort zone because sometimes on bass, like I'm not super involved in mm-hmm. what's going on. But in this instance, I can kind of like almost be like a music director of sorts, mm-hmm. which I really enjoy because who doesn't like telling people what to do? <laughs> um, <laughs> and like, it's interesting because growing up, oh man, I talk about this sometimes, like whenever I'm catching up with Dom, yeah. When I was like in my 20s, every band that I was in, I had to be like the alpha. Oh yeah. And and it wasn't that I wanted to be the alpha, it's just like I saw music and performance existing in a really particular way and like I needed to make that come true. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people wouldn't necessarily get it. Which is fine. They they didn't need to, but I'd be like, "Yo, like I'm writing the songs here, so if you want <laughs> to contribute, gotta, uh, yeah, <laughs> if you want to contribute something, you're more than welcome to." Uh, but at the end of the day, if it gets vetoed by the band because it's not up to snuff, like that's not on me. As I grew up, I found better and more efficient ways of saying the same information, and maybe in sure. less abrasive ways. So this is a nice output. That I get to do that and like kind of direct because I do miss that part of my life. Because when mm-hmm. I was running the music school, I would still coach bands. I love yeah. that shit. I That's love cool. like seeing people where they fit in like this puzzle piece kind of thing. Along with that band, I'm also in another band called Space Otters, uh, which Woo. is a specific cover band. And, you know, like spring, summer, we were gigging every weekend and whereas with original bands like you're playing for 30 to 45 minutes and then you're just kind of enjoying the rest of the show Mm. for cover gigs they are three hour plus of performance time so you got to have your endurance your stamina you got to learn new songs you got to know the relevant shit you know you got to be super flexible it's a lot of brain power to play And I think I said it last episode or the episode before where it's like, you need to know the fucking songs because there is one part that is someone's favorite part. And when you don't play it, they're like, fuck that band. That band sucks. (laughs) It'll be jamming and just messes up the groove. Exactly. Because they expect it. It's songs they love. And like, I get it. I'm the same way. I'm obsessed with music. The one thing with Space Otters that we did this year that was kind of wild is we got asked to do a Taylor Swift tribute right, concert because right. her movie came out sometime in October. I'm not a Swifty. I I knew some of her hits, but man, I learned like 18, 20 of her songs wow. in like a matter of two weeks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then we played a three-hour gig outside. And like for me, it was good because like that's not my music I would be lying to you if I wasn't like a little bit snooty. I was like, I would never play that shit. <laughs> um, but obviously, I think it we paid established well. that we're kind of elitist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it paid well, and it was a good learning opportunity. Because when I was younger, I would take every opportunity. Yeah, no matter what. Like even if I didn't like the music, I would take the opportunity because it would help me grow. As I got yeah. older, it's harder to find that shit. So you get it where you can. Mm-hmm. Great opportunity for growth. Glad I did it. Am honestly a fan of a couple Taylor Swift songs now. I mean, yeah, some of them are fine. Yeah, 
And then lastly, I'm in uh, my original band is called Nyan. And that's the one that people say we sound like Springsteen. We've really? been recording an album. Yeah, some of the tracks. Uh, we've been recording a full album for literally a year and a half. And the first single is finally coming out in a couple weeks. I might play it on the show next week. Oh, definitely. We Absolutely. Let's play it. I will critique the shit out of it. No, <laughs> no I would love that. Honestly, because in my head, I was like, let me let you listen to it blind and then just fucking go off. And with that, it's been crazy because it's this is going to be the first legit release I've ever had in my life. Dude, that's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be really fun. But again, a lot of work, a lot of rehearsals, a lot of being outside of the home at sleep time for Thea. You know what I mean? So that comes with its own set of things. I think that I... It evens out because when I get back from rehearsal, I'll stay up late with Thea since she's been having issues sleeping for a year. Mm -hmm. So it kind of balances out, but man, does it leave you tired. Sometimes I think I do too much, Chris. Uh, dude, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tell and, me about it. And this year, randomly, in April, I actually played a show with Stephanie. I forgot about that. Dom asked us to play at his uh, grandfather's party. So Stephanie and I got to learn like three sets of music, which we haven't played music together, quote unquote, professionally in like two years. That's so cool. that was nice. But nice. it's a lot. And yeah. obviously I've been playing a shit ton of video games. <laughs> where Where is the time? Where, where does it? You have like a magical pocket of time. <laughs> no no i just use the time that i used to give to sleep yep that's my solution too <laughs> one of these days is going to catch up to us but for now you guys get to enjoy the product of that sacrifice exactly put our bodies on the line for you <laughs> well everyone that's going to do it for part a of our end of year wrap up for the midnight connection We'll be back next week where we'll discuss a couple more topics about the year in review and also talk about where we see 2024 going. But until then, hit us up on our socials at The Midnight Connection Pod or send us your comments and emails at themidnightconnectionpod at gmail.com. Until next time, when we'll see you at midnight. Thanks for tuning in to The Midnight Connection. The Midnight Connection is a product and trademark of Samurai Beat LLC, which is a fan-funded organization made for you and made possible by you at patreon.com samurai. You'll find all relevant credits and licenses, as well as links to all of the original content in the show description. We seek to entertain and build a community of adulting gamers like you, and we appreciate your support, your confidence, and your inspiration. Thank you.